0: reading from the book of Numbers, chapters 11 and 12. So Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord, and he gathered 70 men of the elders of the people and placed them around the tent. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him and took some of the spirit that was on him and put it on the 70 elders. And as soon as the spirit rested on them, they prophesied, but they did not continue doing it. Now two men remained in the camp, one named Eldad and the other named Medad, and the Spirit rested on them. They were among those registered, but they had not gone out to the tent, and so they prophesied in the camp. And a young man ran and told Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. And Joshua, the son of Nun, the assistant of Moses from his youth, said, My Lord Moses, stop them. But Moses said to him, Are you jealous for my sake? Would that all the Lord's people were prophets, that the Lord would put his spirit on them. Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Cushite woman whom he had married, for he had married a Cushite woman. And they said, Has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? Has he not spoken through us also? And the Lord heard it. Now the man Moses was very meek, more than all the people who were on the face of the earth. And suddenly the Lord said to Moses and to Aaron and Miriam, come out you three to the tent of meeting. And the three of them came out. And the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud and stood at the entrance of the tent and called Aaron and Miriam and they both came forward. And he said, hear my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. I speak with him in a dream. Not so with my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. With him I I speak mouth to mouth, clearly, and not in riddles. And he beholds the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? And the anger of the Lord was kindled against them, and he departed. When the cloud removed from over the tent, behold, Miriam was leprous, like snow. And Aaron turned toward Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. And Aaron said to Moses, O my Lord, do not punish us, because we have done foolishly and have sinned. Let her not be as one dead, whose flesh is half eaten away when he comes out of his mother's womb. And Moses cried to the Lord, O God, please heal her, please. But the Lord said to Moses, if her father had but spit in her face, should she not be shamed seven days? Let her be shut outside the camp seven days, and after that she may be brought in again. So Miriam was shut outside the camp seven days, and the people did not set out on the march until Miriam was brought in again. After that, the people set out from Hazaroth and camped in the wilderness of Paran. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. Reading from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 17. Being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them, The kingdom of God is not coming with signs to be observed, nor will they say, Look, here it is, or there, for behold, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. And he said to his disciples, the days are coming when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man and you will not see it. And they will say to you, look there or look here. Do not go out or follow them. For as the lightning flashes and the lights up the sky from one side to the other, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Just as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating and drinking and marrying and being given in marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, just as it was in the days of Lot, they were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But on the day when Lot went out from Sodom, fire and sulfur rained from heaven and destroyed them all. So will it be on the day when the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, let the one who is on the rooftop on the housetop, with his goods in his house, not come down to take them away, and likewise let the one who is in the field not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will keep it. I tell you, in that day there will be two in one bed. One will be taken and the other left. There will be two women grinding together. One will be taken and the other left. And they said to him, where, Lord? He said to them, where the corpse is, there the vultures will gather. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. Sing to the Lord and bless his name.
1: Proclaim his salvation from day to day. Give to the Lord all glory and strength. Give him Now is Christ risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that sleep. Give to the Lord all glory and strength. Give him the honor. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, give to the Lord all glory and strength. Give Him the honor, to His name. Alleluia, Alleluia.
0: We sing Him 174. For our meditation, a reading from the Solid Declaration of the Formula of Concord, Article 8. Now he has ascended to heaven, not merely as any other saint, but as the Apostle testifies, above the heavens. He also truly fills all things, being present everywhere, not only as God, but also as man. He rules from sea to sea, and to the ends of the earth as the prophets predict, and the apostles testify. He did this everywhere with them and confirmed their word with signs. This did not happen in in an earthly way. As Dr. Luther explains, this happened according to the way things are done at God's right hand. God's right hand is no set place in heaven as the sacramentarians assert without any ground in the Holy Scriptures. It is nothing other than God's almighty power which fills heaven and earth. Christ is installed according to his humanity in deed and truth without confusing or equalizing the two natures in their essence and essential properties. By this communicated divine power, according to the words of his testament, he can be and is truly present with his body and blood in the Holy Supper. He has pointed this out for us by his word. This is possible for no other man because no man is united with the divine nature the way Jesus, the son of Mary, is. No man is installed in such divine almighty majesty and power through and in the personal union of the two natures in Christ. For in him, the divine and the human nature are personally united with each other. So, in Christ, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. In this personal union, the two natures have such a grand, intimate, indescribable communion that even the angels are astonished by it. As St. Peter testifies, they have their delight and joy in looking into it. We stand to sing Te Deum Laudamus. We praise you, O God. Amen. Mm-hmm.